Welcome, everyone, to the diner at the edge of the universe. I'm Colin, and with me, as always, is my brother, Spencer. What's up? 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 So, how you been, Colin? I've been good. Do Yeah, it's been, what, like three weeks since we recorded the last podcast? Yeah, I mean, we don't have that many dedicated listeners, so. Yeah, <laughs> we just had stuff come up like two weekends in a row, so. Well, not come up, they were kind of pre-planned, but, you know, same difference. Yeah, I mean, we don't have that many people listening to us, so make a, you know, a warning. I mean, we don't really <laughs> yeah. need people to know. Well, now everyone knows. That we're back until we're not. <laughs> Very vague, like Ron Swanson. Yes. <laughs> uh, awkward silence. Um, I was trying to think of my favorite Ron Swanson quote, but there are too many to choose from. Oh, yeah. I love so many of those. Uh, let's see. I want all the bacon and eggs that you have. Wait, I think you might have misheard me. What you thought I might have said is I want a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was I want all the bacon and eggs that you have. <laughs> uh, write a paper on what the government does. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> right, I think I messed my, that. that reminds me of my favorite joke. The what government is, is efficient and uses your tax dollars wisely. <laughs> <laughs> Very forced laugh, but still funny. I mean, I got my stimmy, so it's worth Lucky. going to. <laughs> I mean, we're going to go into a recession because 70% of the money in circulation was printed within the last six months. But hey, so long as we get our, you know, couple hundred dollars in stimulus, everything's a-okay. For you. Yeah, for me. Yeah, lucky. Uh, I can't wa stop watching this Kermit me uh, gif on our screen. <laughs> I made <laughs> that mistake. So, <laughs> it's the one where Kermit falls off the top of a building. <laughs> <laughs> what, Disney did, what Disney did to Kermit the past really, few weeks. Really? I am going to Kermit suicide. <laughs> okay, how is your terrible Disney joke? Trip? I feel terrible for making a joke. <laughs> it's a dark joke, but oh, oh, no. I'm sure people our age will find it funny. I uh, let's hope. <laughs> well, they know what meme we're talking about. Let's hope so. <laughs> okay, so you had a trip this past weekend? No, like a weekend yeah. ago. Last weekend, because we're recording this on Saturday. Yeah. It was last weekend for me. So how about you explain that story? Okay. You just, so If you want to shout out anybody, you can. I I'm, I, I, believe me, there are going to be plenty of shout outs for these guys in the future, but... Uh, so, my one of my roommates in college, Ben, lives with uh, his wife, Ashley, in Florida. Uh, they moved there after they graduated. So, me and our two other roommates, Jack and Zach, all went down to Florida this past weekend to hang out and go to Disney World since they live uh, close enough to where we can uh, drive there for the weekend. And it was really fun. I thought it was going to be really bad having to do all the uh, virus prevention stuff, like have to, you know, bring around hand sanitizer and wear a mask the whole time. But honestly, it wasn't nearly as bad as I was expecting it to be. Hmm. I thought that would have been annoying or slightly I mean, uncomfortable. I mean, it was. I mean, I would have rather gone without a mask and without having to put hand sanitizer on my hands and wash my hands all the time. But considering, you know, uh, what it could have been, it wasn't that bad. 
I saw hmm. plenty of fun. Now, did you do anything in Star Wars Land? Did you point out any of the characters? Well, uh, you said you were going to do. Well, the characters weren't walking around like they normally do. Uh, so, so we couldn't. So you couldn't call out Ray. Uh, no, I would have called out Ray, not a Skywalker. <laughs> Poser. Identity theft is not a joke, Ray. Mainly, it's a youngling <laughs> suffer every year. <laughs> I mean, really. And that's mm. what they gave her that freaking yellow lightsaber, which is supposed to belong to the Jedi Temple guards. So unless she goes and finds a temple to guard, then they screwed that up too. So I'm like, that whole... That was one of the things when we were at Star Wars and we rode Star Tours, so just in technically in that area of the park. But we rode it, and since it's randomized which planets you go to every time you go on, the second time we went to like that planet where they have the final quote-unquote battle in Episode Nine, where they have the entire Star Destroyer fleet that apparently every single one has, you know, planet-killing lasers. So that makes a Death Star, you know. Obsolete um, now, yeah, obsolete, and not to mention that mention they <laughs> they built it, you know, within a matter of years, and they found an entire crew for every single one of those hundreds of ships, and then I just hate that movie <laughs> so much. I mean, when I was younger, I liked it when they came out, but then I, as I gotten older, I appreciate the prequels more than I do the, the old, yeah, the newer ones. <laughs> the people, the prequels aren't that good, <laughs> but at least they have a semi-coherent story. Yeah. As opposed to 7, 8, and 9, where you can tell they were just kind of winging it, and they were making stuff up as they went along. And it was basically just written in a boardroom over a weekend. And I was like, oh, this will be cool. And yada, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And yeah. Okay, you great. Fair... Good. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's not important. You... I was going to say. You can keep going. Oh, I was just going to say, um, after like post-Disney acquisition, the numbered Star Wars stuff, like seven, eight, and nine, are the only things I don't really care for. I liked Rogue One. Not Rogue, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Rogue One you're talking about. And Solo was okay. And The Mandalorian is really good. It's just seven, eight, and nine that I don't like. And I think it's just because they just screwed up the story so bad. Okay, so you want to go into story time? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's see if you could tell the story about scaring me with a Kool-Aid spoon. Oh, yeah. Okay, so when we were younger, um, we got spankings whenever we did something bad, like a lot of people do. I mean, not uh, bad, but, you know, it was just like a little you know, threat, you know? Pops on the hiney. It wasn't anything... That, you know, you know, it wasn't that hard. No, just um, just it was the noise that was scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So mom had this uh, wooden spoon that she would use. Um, and because we made Kool-Aid all the time, it was stained red. Because of the yes, we dye. Yeah, and we drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, we drank a lot of Kool-Aid. So I can't remember how old you were when I did this. But I was I young. Yeah, you're I pretty young, young. But I managed to convince you that we had an older brother. I think his name was Jonathan, is what I said it was. I don't remember. I, I think it was either Jonathan or Jackson. I can't remember which one it said. Oh, but it I, might I, have been Jackson. I think it was Jackson. So I said that we had an older brother named Jackson that you don't remember because he disobeyed so much. Mom beat him to death with a spoon and buried him in the backyard. And the red <laughs> on the spoon was his blood. And you believe me for like a hot second there. So I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I managed to convince you that we had an entire other family member that just died. Yeah, that was pretty freaky for a little brother. 
I mean, I'm still, I mean, I'm still surprised you fell for that because, well, I was young too. I wasn't like, you know, that old. I wasn't, well, you know, kindergarten, but yeah. Also, it kind of doesn't surprise you because there's some kids in my generation that will believe everything. And I still believe things that aren't true sometimes. I mean, everybody does. I mean, we're all on the internet, aren't we? Yeah, unless you're Ron Swanson or anybody's grandparent. I mean, even a lot of grandparents. I mean, that's what Facebook is right now. It's just a whole bunch of boomers. And Karens. And Karens, yeah. I can't remember the last time I've even been on Facebook. I never got it. Like, it was, it's like months ago. Like, I check, like, I think twice a year and just accept whatever friend requests that I might uh, of people I might know. And that's about it. And even then, you know, I don't even know if I do that. It's been so long. I can't even remember the last time I did that. Our youth group had had one. I've been on it a couple of times, but not like I never made an account. Like mm-hmm. I just go to look and like finally our current youth pastor's like, why don't we it's like what is easiest what do people look at now, y'all's age? Instagram, we're like, yes, we all look at Instagram. We don't look <laughs> at Facebook. Yeah. We're more likely to see it on Instagram than we do on Facebook. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've gotten to the point where I, I just check Instagram like a few times a day, but it's not like, you know, I could sit there and scroll there for a long time. It's, I, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Do I need to give you the vaccine? <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm I'll, get good. It, I'll, I'll get it eventually, but. It's probably at some point it's going to be a requirement and whatever. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'll just, I'll just wait for everybody who really needs it to go get it first and then I'll get it whenever. Okay. So I've been watched. I've been on Marvel kick lately. Like mm-hmm. just, I'll watch it in sections every now and then. Right. I've been watching. I, mean, I want to talk about the multiverse. Okay, I was taking a drink of water. I I, I didn't know you okay. were talk. <laughs> I thought I was like, uh, what happened? Okay, so there's a few places where they mention the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And one is Doctor Strange, right? Because they are the guardians of they they uh was it was it guardians of the multiverse? Uh, I don't remember they are keepers. Protectors of the multiverse. They say something about. I think Wong says something about multiverse, and I'm like, hold up, that might be important later on down the line. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. And they do mention the Dark Sanctum, which is in that movie, but and uh, they, I think they also mention that in Ant Man. I know they talk about the quantum realm in Ant Man. Do they talk about other dimensions? Not, I mean, other timelines. I I have Ant-Man written on my page. I can't remember where I remember hearing it. Was it the first Ant-Man or Ant-Man and the Wasp? I think it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's when I heard it. Hmm. Yeah, I've only seen that one once, so I don't remember. But I'm ready for a Spider-Man multiverse. I want to see how that works. Uh, with all the people they've been casting for the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I know that's probably not yeah. going to happen. But that, w- I mean, have you looked at fun? the cast? Have you looked at the cast list? It's looking like that was probably going to happen. I haven't. Let me go look at Firefox real quick. Wait for the new Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Three. Yeah, for Spider-Man Three. Yeah, what is it called? No Way Home. Let's see. Yeah, No Way Home. Yeah, I know they. I'm pretty sure they got the guy who played Doctor Octopus in like Spider-Man Two from back in Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So, <laughs> but we've had uh, what's his name, JJJ, every single one. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson. Let's see. Make me picture of Spider-Man. 
He's a menace. Oh, oh. Mm. Okay. I didn't know we were going to have two villains in this one. Yeah. It's Dr. Octopus and... Uh, Electro. Oh, right. Electro. I forgot. Electro. Oh, wait. I didn't realize. the. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be fun. Right. What? We have Benedict Cumberbatch. We're going to have Dr. Strange in that one, too. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a multiverse thing. Calling yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 It's kind of funny because... Uh, oh, Iron Man's going to be in that one. Wait, what? Iron Man's going to be in that one? Is he? It's he, it's saying on the cast, it just says Robert Downey Jr. It doesn't say who be, he's playing. It might be a flashback then because... It's gotta be. He's kinda not alive. Unless they do the whole like zombie thing in a different ver- multiverse, but or 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 they go to a different ver- um, universe and that Iron's still alive. Maybe it's possible. I, don't know. I wonder how awkward it was filming that because Tom Holland's brother plays a drug dealer in that movie. Uh, what movie? No Way Home. Oh, well, I'm sure Tom got him the part, I would imagine. <laughs> I imagine it's just like a cameo thing. Hey, you can only play for like two seconds. You want to say, well, buy some weed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited that they're building towards uh, Sinister Six sort of deal. Yeah. Okay, especially, so, with, especially with how they did the vulture, I really like how they did the vulture and and Mysterio. So I'm really I'm really excited to see how they handle the rest of the uh, Sinister Six. Who? Okay. Oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Dang what it. were you gonna say? I forgot. Stall okay. for me. All right. Uh, so we know we're gonna have Vulture in the Sinister Six. We'll probably have Mysterio. Or we'll probably have. Dr. Octopus. And we'll probably have... Who's the fourth guy you mentioned that's going to be in this next one? Electro? Uh, Electro. So at least two more. Do lizard. We... I don't think it's going to be the Lizard. He's not always... No. Okay. <clears throat> oh, excuse so me. So they had the guy who's the Scorpion. He might be in it. Sometimes it's the Scorpion's in it. They could put Craven in it. Well, the really Scorpion's cool. a good possibility because remember at the, at the that's final... what I'm saying. Yeah, they've already had the guy who's Scorpion, so he might be in the Sinister Six. He might not. So then that leaves uh, whoever's going to fill the sixth spot, I think. But yeah, who do you want to be cast in? Uh... Fantastic Four. Like, I mean, what's his name? Who plays? Uh, not who plays. What's so, his name? so Mr. John, Fantastic. So John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. His wife Emily Blunt as Mrs. Fantastic. Okay. John Cena as The Rock. <laughs> and the Human Torch can be some up-and-coming actor that I don't know about. Ooh, Zac Efron would probably be good as a Human Torch. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been he's been pretty good in some stuff he's been in recently. I like that cast: John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, John Cena, and Zac Efron. Yeah, I think that could work, especially since you get like the big names out there. I know they've tried to use big names for the Fantastic Four before, but they've all kind of you know stunk. So now that we're actually going to get a probably good Fantastic Four, Wait, I like let's, that lineup. Let's be clear: it's not The Rock; it's um, the, the thing. thing. It's clobbering time. Oh yeah, yeah. He's kind of the comedic relief, and I think John Cena will probably be pretty good at that. Is he funny though? Yes, P.S. Okay, I haven't seen enough movies with him in it to actually make a decision. Even but... he's just like from like videos and stuff I've seen him, and he's pretty good at being like naturally funny. So I think he could pull it off. Like a good comic relief. Yeah. And do you think? They'll make a slight nod, like as an end scene in a movie, like a end credit scene. Oh, okay. okay. Or so do you what? think it'll be like a new movie where they totally show like it them getting their powers? I don't think they're gonna show them getting their powers. It's kind of like Spider-Man. Everyone knows at this point. So here's another question: Who's going to play 
Dr. Victor Von Doom. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I, oh. I don't remember that guy's name. I gotta look it up now. We'll describe it. I might know. Oh, hold up. Just stall for me. Again. Okay. Uh, if Michael Fassbender isn't going to come back to play Magneto, I think he'd probably be a good Doctor Doom. Um, How old are we talking? Doctor Doom? Uh, who? Uh, around the same age as John Krasinski. It doesn't have to be super close, obviously, because he's going to be in a mask most of the time. But, okay, um, then. The guy I was going to pick is not going to work. Who? Who are you going to pick? Martin Cove. Oh, yeah. I could see that. But yeah. I, mean, too, I feel like he's slightly too old for that, though. Oh, yeah. You kind of want it to be believable that they would be colleagues. Because that's yeah. kind of the backstory. They were roommates and stuff in college, and Victor got really jealous of Reed and all that. But I've always thought... Uh, Plot twist, it's Rain Wilson. <laughs> Honestly? Honestly, that might not be a half bad idea. <laughs> that would be funny, but I think you could probably play him. But it would be funny. I just don't <laughs> think they do it because it'd just be all office memes all the time. Oh, yeah, it would. Uh yeah, uh, Doctor Doom has always been one of my favorite villains because he's always had really interesting motivation. Um, so he isn't really a... He's more narcissistic in that uh, he's kind of like Lex luthor -y. He's not like, I want to kill everyone and destroy the whole earth. He's like, I think I am the smartest and best person, so I think I should rule the world sort of deal. I am the smartest person in the world. Gotta rule it. Mm. Fantastic. Tremendous. There's no no other dictators better than me. I know it. You know it. Everyone knows it. Um, but there is a comic where he meets uh, the god that gives Black Panther uh, their powers. Yeah. And showed them a bunch of futures and the only one where the entire world was at quote unquote total peace was the one where Victor wins. Hmm. So the fact that there is a, f a possible future in which Victor wins and it's great for everybody is really interesting. And the fact that he has shown the ability to fight on the side of good. He's like, well, why do you want to save the world if you're taking over all the time? He's like, because I'm the one of the idiots who lives, lives here. Lives in it. Yeah. So it's very interesting because he's not a black and white villain, you know, kind of like yeah. Magneto. He has he has believable um, motives. Uh, yeah. And he's like a dictator in some eastern country. But uh, usually uh, the people who live there actually like him. He apparently does a pretty good job of running Latveria. And if they wanted to bring him in, uh, they could just say Sokovia was the name of that country under the Soviet bloc. So they're going to change the country's name back to what it was before the occupation. And the name of that country was Latveria. That could very much work. That's a good transition. I should have okay. said that. Okay. How do you feel about Wanda just now getting her name as the Scarlet Witch? Like, just we're just now getting to it. I think it's fine. I, I'm pretty sure that's because that was tied up in all sorts of legal stuff between them and Fox over the X-Men thing. Because she's technically a mutant. Uh, so I, I mean, think it's just kind of tied up. Not in this universe. Well, even, in the, com though? even in the comics, it's always kind of been... Is she a mutant? Is she kind of this sorcerer? Is she kind of a mix of both? Or question. In the comics, she's kind of like a mix. Do you think... Because they always said uh, everybody else did not survive the experiments, but her and her brother did. And they mm -hmm. think it's out of spite to get Stark. Right. But what if it was just the stone unlocking their abilities? Uh, I think that's very possible. Uh, I think that's 
Possibly. If they want to make them mutants, that's the way they're going to go about it. They're going to say they survived because they were mutants. Uh, okay, so you ready for the Winter Soldier? You mean... Oh, the Falcon the, and the Winter Soldier? The TV show? Yeah. I am so very ready. Man, that... Oh, that's going to be fun. Yes. I want to see how the whole Baron Strucker thing comes down. Is it? He... Dead? I thought no. Ultron killed him. No. I thought so. Civil War was after... Oh, Baron Strucker. Sorry. There... Oh, yeah. I mean... um, They're talking about Zemo. Yeah, Baron Zemo. My bad. Okay, I, yeah. I had Baron Strucker stuck in my head because I'm in the middle of watching Ultron right now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Zemo. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with Zemo now that he is more like his kind of comic book look. I hope they give him a sword like in the comics. I'd be so excited because now he has a mask and the trench coat and he's going to have hopefully the sword and he's going to be all Baron Zemo E. Yeah. What do you think is what do you think the main problem is going to be in that? Like well, what it's probably going to be is Captain America passed down the mantle to the Falcon. Right. But technically Captain America sort of technically kind of belongs to the government. So the government's going to introduce the quote unquote new Captain America, which is going to be uh, the U.S. agent, which is what happens in the comics. Um, so it's probably going to be Bucky and um, Bucky and the Falcon are kind of going to be the non-sanctioned uh, Captain America guys, whereas the U.S. agent is going to be the more uh, approved by the government doing the TV and all that sort of stuff. Kind of the fake Captain America, so to speak. Like what the original Captain America was. Sort of, kind of. Like or Avenger. Originally, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's probably going to be some sort of conflict there. Um, they're going to, there's the group, uh, the Flag Smashers, which is sort of like a anarchist terrorist kind of movement. Uh, in the comics, it was a supervillain, but they're kind of transitioning it to be more of a group this time, which works a little bit better. Um, and Zemo is probably going to be their ringleader. Um, so yeah, there's a bunch of different things that they could do with this, so I'm interested to see what they're going to go with. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm wondering how this is going to go down, because he didn't kill himself in Civil War. Right, Black Panther stopped him. Yeah. So I wonder, like, did he find a motivation to, like... Because his whole initial idea was to tear the Avengers apart. But I wonder how that's... Like, what's his motivation now? If it's going to be the same thing? It's probably or if he just be, fully I, given into Dark? I think it's going to be the same similar thing, because he was going to kind of spend spin the narrative of whenever Thanos attacks Earth and stuff. is like, see, they didn't do their jobs. So he's going to be like, all superheroes are bad. So he's going to be leading this anarcho-terrorist flag smasher group. Getting the uh, people on his side. Yeah, that makes Maybe. sense. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to go with that or if it's going to be something a little bit slightly different. But they might, they might just go old school and Zemo just like hates Captain America and Captain America S figures because he's on the comics. He's the son of like, I'm trying to remember. Um, Captain America has a whole bunch of villains that are like ex Nazis or sons of Nazis or whatever. So I don't want to, I got the book right here. You want me to look? Yeah. Look up Zemo. I think I want to say in the comics he struck her son, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, actually, no. No, he's the son of he's the son of a scientist. I'm pretty sure there is there is there is two Zemos. And I think the first one was a scientist and the second one is the one. They both had masks, but I'm trying to remember which one was which. You got to stall for me. I'm looking for him. 
We should have just yeah. looked it up. Google's so much faster. I'm almost there. Let's see. But yeah, okay. they haven't used so much in the comics recently. So I'm interested to see how they do it in a more modern time because a lot of his stuff was in the yeah Captain America stuff. It was saying um, he's the son of Baron Heinrich Zemo, a Nazi scientist during World War II who designed super weapons. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember because he designed a super glue to for some super weapon and Captain America punched him into a vat of it and it glued the mask to his face. So how is he ever going to eat? As <laughs> a comics, Mister, we don't ask these questions. Why do the Hulk's pants always stay on whenever he hulks out? I don't know. Why is the Cap Shield always returned to him, dis- disobeying the laws of physics? <laughs> these are the hard hitting questions you deserve answers to, but we cannot answer them. I mean, we can. It's just they're comics, so we just gotta suspend disbelief. But whatever. Then it should go into the nerd rule. <laughs> nerd rule. No one ever really dies. Yeah. Except for Uncle Ben and Batman's parents. Yep. But other than them. I think the most clever co- like DC cosplay is the people who dress up as Batman's parents. Just running around, falling at the feet of Batman with a case that's open and says, like, their, either their names or the case file. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. I've seen that with uh, Uncle Ben as well. Those are so clever. I'm excited for new X-Men things. It's going to be a while, but I'm ready for more X-Men stuff. I love uh- Okay, so here's the question about that. Do okay. you think they recast um, Wolverine? They have to. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I bet, like, um, what's his name? Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah, they have to. He's like okay. what, fifty something now? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He's pretty I old. Don't pay attention to his age. Yeah, they're gonna recast everybody. I think. As much as I would love to keep Fassbender and McAvoy as. Uh, Magneto and Professor Xavier. But yeah, they're going to think that we're going to cast pretty much everybody. Okay, so what actor mm-hmm. would you want to just always be there to play video games with you, whether it be in person or online? Okay, so what celebrity do I want to game with? Yeah, let's just say celebrity. What celebrity do you want to game with? Hmm. Good question. I've been knowing mine, but you go I, with yours. I gotta think of one. Okay, so I'd pick Chris Pratt because I just feel like he's a really nice, genuine guy, but he's not so uptight to where you can't joke around with him, or he doesn't yeah. take like you know, doesn't take games super seriously. Just uh-huh. around cool guy, just wants to chill. Yeah, have yeah, fun. That's what you mean. Bring out the inner Andy Dwyer. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be funny. Um, hmm. Uh, well, there's Lando Norris, the F1 driver. A bunch of F1 drivers actually play video games. So, well, I've, I've seen Lando Norris in video games. He plays with a couple streamers I watch. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of like an actor or something. I don't know. Tom Holland seems pretty cool. I could, I could hang with Tom Holland probably. Just uh, kidding. Me, you, Chris Pratt, and Tom Holland. <laughs> That'd be fun. Just playing Warzone, not getting anything done. <laughs> we would like leave on TeamSpeak and just mess with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ghost, I don't feel so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you from Earth? No, I'm from Missouri. That's on Earth, you idiot. <laughs> what a, 
Who do you serve? What am I supposed to say? Jesus? <laughs> so you're from Earth. No, I'm from Missouri. That's on from... Earth, you idiot. <laughs> I'm Doctor Where... Strange. I'm Doctor oh, Strange. Using... Oh, we're using our made-up names. I am Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm going to only ask you this once. Where is Gamora? I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? And I'll do you one better. <laughs> Why is, Why is Gamora? Gamora? Okay. Dave, Dave Batista did a good job playing Drax. Oh, yeah. I have mastered the ability of staying so incredibly still. I become imperceptible to the eye. I can see you. <laughs> can you? Hi, Drax! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk about something. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, Welcome to the segment of the show where Colin just says, uh, and ponders the whole time while he continually forgets. Uh, yeah. And I, and I lost him. This is why we write things down when we remember them. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking. Oh, I remember what it was. I remember what it was. Shoot away. Uh, <laughs> ironic, actually, because I was going to talk about how ridiculous ammo prices are. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I want to I want to I want to go practice at the range, but bullets are like a dollar around. That's freaking ridiculous. If oh, yeah. you can find it. Like, yeah, because, like, what, some guns, like, how much is your hole, 15 rounds? Uh, yeah. So that's, like, $15, and you can empty that in, um, like, less than a minute. Oh, in, like, 15 seconds. If I, if I'm not. Recklessly. Well, not recklessly, so. Well, if you're not aiming properly, say that. No, I could, I could aim properly in a second. You just so long as you kind of know the recoil pattern, and you anticipate it well enough, you can you can get off a decently accurate shot every second. It's not going to be you know dead on, but it's going to be probably <sighs> pretty close to where you're aiming. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Like I wanted to go practice, but I can't afford it. Before you came home and got your pistol for graduation. I, um, dad had me break it in. Like it needed to be, he said he needs a few rounds through it or whatever. Yeah. Well, I had been shooting his HK something 45. I can't remember what it is. Sorry, yeah. dad, if you're listening. Gun. One of his guns. Yes. Yeah. One of his many guns. Right. And, um, the recall on that. He doesn't have that many. Believe not, me. yeah, I'm, not that many, but. I've seen people it, on the internet that have a lot. Yeah. Um, but I shot his, and when I went to yours, I was like, I was not even giving my, like, I know you're not supposed to have a completely stiff wrist, but not a loose wrist also. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was keeping my wrist, like, so stiff, like, from the other gun, because it would give me recoil. Uh-huh. That was like, I wasn't allowing it to flick back, and the ammo was, like, so that cheap stuff that was, like, so light. Yeah, the steel casing, I think. Yeah, so every time it pop up, it would jam on me. Yeah, you're probably running steel through it. It wasn't fun. Well, I, I think most of that stuff is in 45. Yeah. But mine is in 9mm. I'm going to get a 45 eventually. But yeah, the only one I have right now is a 9mm, which is a little bit smaller. So it doesn't kick as hard as 45. Hot tip. Don't ever tuck your shirt in when you're going to a range. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll 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 explain this story. Yeah, explain it. A buddy of mine took me. No, my dad. Dad took me and a buddy of mine to the range. I'm shooting Dad's Mini 14. Pretty cool gun, you know. It's got exhaust. Not really exhaust, but you know, lets steam out the end of the barrel, flames, you know, whatnot. At the end of the barrel. So I'm firing away, firing away. 
And it's ejecting the casings, you know, burning hot, scald your skin. Uh-huh. One of these casings decides, it's funny, to just lodge itself between my neck and my shirt. How did it manage that? Because doesn't it eject out? It ejects out the side on the on that gun, right? It's not one of those weird ones where it ejects out the cop. I think it ejected out the side. But I guess it must have been the way I was holding the gun or something. I don't know. I wonder if it, like, if you were in an indoor range, it might have, like, hit the wall next to you and then, like, ricocheted back in your shirt, I would imagine, something like that. I was all the way against the wall. And, um, and it just, like, it hurt. I remember I had, like, a burn on the back of my neck for the longest time there. Well, yeah, they're hot whenever they eject. I mean, that's quick crash course and how bullets work. So there's a little like firing pin at the very back of the gun and the, uh, the actual bullet is filled with gunpowder and then the actual bullets on the end. It's that, uh, dark, darker, uh, round over the goals kind of. So yeah, whenever you a... pull the trigger, a pin hits the firing cap on the back of the bullet and all of the burning on all the gunpowder explodes and pushes the bullet out the end of the barrel. So that casing is containing an explosion. So whenever, if it like hits you, it's still hot because it literally just blew up. What bothers me is some people have the common misconception of like, say, <laughs> when they're firing a rifle, it just fires the whole, like, you know, round the casing. Well, that's not a Every... communist thing. Communist. I, I didn't say communist. A common, no, oh, a common, no, common mis misconception. I thought you said communist. No, a commun a common misconception. <laughs> okay, is that like Not the bad. whole bullet, like as you put it in the gun and you fire, is it, like the whole bullet and its casing. Right, it's yeah, not. Yeah. I don't like it when in, the, in <laughs> videos or in movies, <laughs> it doesn't even show the round part of the like actual bullet. It's, it's just like a point. The entire bullet, <laughs> or it's just like the point if they didn't use the casing. And I'm like. But that's not how it works. <laughs> you expect people to know how guns work. But they don't. That's why so many people, some people die of guns. Because they don't know how they operate and they're not safe around them. Yes, you always have to follow at least the first three basic rules of gun safety. Which is to always assume that a gun is loaded and there's a round in the chamber. Exactly. Two. Never point the gun at or anywhere in the general vicinity of something or some things that you don't wish to completely destroy. And mm -hmm. three, always keep your finger off the trigger and preferably outside the trigger guard until you are ready to fire. Number four, to... rule four, there's rule four is uh, always be aware of what is behind your target if you shoot because you're responsible for every round that leaves your gun. Um, I don't remember a fifth one. Oh, the fifth one is never pull your gun until you know you're gonna have to use it. Okay, Which I didn't basically, learn. Basically, just means never that. escalate the situation by pulling out your gun. Yeah, if you're, I, I, if you're carrying. They must have taught you that one in a concealed class because I didn't get to that one yet. Well, those aren't like official rules. Those aren't like the goes for everything rules. Those are just kind of the yeah. rules you got to kind of keep in mind. But I mean, that's going to be one thing I'm sure to like, because most people don't know what those are or mean. And uh, they don't know how a gun operates. So what I'm going to make sure I teach, if I ever have kids in the future, I'm mm -hmm. going to teach them to, like, when they get old enough to know, practice, like, all those disciplines. Yeah, so at the so end of the day. know what it means. At the end of the day, a gun is a tool. And the tool yes. can be misused and dangerous if you don't use it properly. Like a fist or a knife, or may I say, a tongue. Or a car, or a power drill, or a jackhammer, or I, I any number of things. I dare say a man or woman's tongue, or whatever you want to be called, in this day and age, is more dangerous than any weapon that can end you right then and there. Because it tampers, whatever you say can tamper with someone's mind and torture them forever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the pen is mightier than the sword. So I guess a modern equivalent of that would be the pen is mightier 
than the firearm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Or no, it's the pen is my ear than the sword. That doesn't apply to talking, does it? No. I mixed up my analogies. But I think it people works. see where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it works. Yeah. There's a connection there. The loose lips sink ships. Yep. So yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the um uh, yeah. Ignorance. Ignorance is the worst thing that people can do if they have a gun. That's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why people are so scared. It's because they're just ignorant. So they just assume it's just these instant death machines that you could just point and click. And that's really not how they work. This house is teeming with guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yes. Sets guns on. Set guns guns on. If Good. guns kill people, then spoons make people fat and cars drunk drive. Sets gun on table. Go ahead, gun. Kill. <laughs> exactly. Kill anything. Exactly, yeah. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Uh, my favorite part is when they pass these uh, um, assault weapon bans, and it's just based on how scary the rifle looks. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the weapon at all. Which is hilarious because, like, I've seen I've seen bills that are like ban guns, and like there will be guns that like aren't banned that are way more dangerous, like hunting rifles, like hunting rifles, even like uh, old battle rifles, uh, like the M1 Garand or an M14 will be completely legal, but because they don't look as scary as an AR-15, people just assume they aren't as uh, dangerous when they absolutely yeah. are. Not to mention that the majority of gun deaths in America are uh, handgun deaths. And a vast majority of those are suicides. So maybe we should talk about the huge mental health problem we're having as opposed to, you know, taking away everyone's Second Amendment rights. Yeah, really. Uh, Just some food for thought. Uh, Should I read this? I mean, it's about uh, how we have guns that we get literally enough U.S. citizens to uprise against the government if we wanted to. But yet, yeah, we're like sitting here afraid of our government, being fear-mongered by our government, but they can't literally stop us. Well, I mean, the whole point of the Second Amendment is so that the government knows that the people have the ability to rise up. and. A lot of people say, well, it's to the point now where the government and the military the military have all sorts of technology that's way ahead of everyone else, so they could put down any insurrection or anything like that. To which I would Operation. just say Operation Insight. <laughs> to which to which I would just reply, uh, Afghanistan and Vietnam. Yeah. And just leave the argument there. Not to mention you would have to get, you know, the entire United States military to like, you know shoot other Americans and yeah. Have so, you ever heard that's going. a weak argument. That's what I was just gonna say that's a weak argument, but whatever. Go ahead. I'm starting to think that giants were real. Giants? Not like you know like 20 foot giants, but like you know I'm just wondering where this David is coming from. Well it was out of left field. It's um I just remember seeing something so a lot not too long ago. It was like talking about it and i was like i don't believe in giant giants you know like you see in the movies where you're not like 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 from fantasy stories yeah yeah but i'm talking about like if you think about it it says in the bible that goliath was nine foot nine inches but Mm -hmm. he was like the shortest of his siblings yeah it makes you think like there's some gnarly stuff in the Old Testament. I have to go and find it at some time. But like there are these stories of like um like basically some sort of like human angel kind of hybrid thing that I had never heard about because it's like buried somewhere in like Genesis or Leviticus that people don't look at nowadays. But like I got to go find that sometime because here are these crazy stories of basically like giants or whatever. And I'm like, how come I had never heard of this kind of stuff? So I'll have to look into that. But yeah, 
Yeah, I see where you're coming from. It was like dragons. People forget. I mean, the Middle Ages, oh, they fought dragons. Well, those are really dinosaurs if you think about it. Maybe, yeah. Very well could have been. But, I mean, if Noah had to take out every species on the Ark and if dinosaurs still existed, then dinosaurs would have had to have been on the Ark. Yeah, it counted as an animal or, you know, reptile or whatever you want to call them. But, I don't know. I'm not a dinosaur expert. I'm not either. <laughs> I just know that they people kindly miss... Uh, they just always think the T-Rex is a predator, but maybe he was actually a scavenger. No, he was proud. Well, yeah, I, I've seen people talk about that now because of his arms were so small that he may have been uh, more of a, a scavenger uh, to pick over like the remains from maybe others. I don't know. Yeah, I I haven't I haven't studied dinosaurs all that much, so I don't really know. <laughs> but it's possible, either. sure. Yeah. Well, all right. I think that's a good place to start ending the podcast on. Yeah, sure. So you want to close this out, Colin? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, if you've made it this far, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, if you actually like it for some reason, uh, feel free to share it with a friend. Uh, get it out there. Uh, we'd appreciate it if uh, if you actually do like it, you know, sharing it with some friends who you think would like it as well. So uh, without further ado, uh, we won't see you next week because this is a podcast. It's just audio. And uh, we will uh, see you later. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. Do I say uh, uh, that much? Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm Obama. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>